welcome to another episode of Experiencing Motherhood Single and Black. I am your host, Kim, and I'm so excited that you have decided to tune in and listen. If this is your very first episode, welcome. If you are part of the community here, welcome back. If you missed out on last week's episode, I got a chance to chat with Nisha of the Mogul Mom Network. She talked about the importance of joining a mom network, why she started it, and what it was like getting laid off from her nine to five and what actually triggered her to start this entrepreneurial journey. So if you are interested in starting your entrepreneur journey or you have just been having a really hard time with your nine to five, I highly suggest that you go back and listen to that episode. This week, I am chatting with Kay Wanda Lamb, who is known as the winning single mom. (laughs) She is amazing. And we got a chance to talk about the importance of investing in yourself and what it takes for a single mom to win. But before we get into the episode, I just want to remind you, If you are in Atlanta, we will be in your city for the Single Mom Success Tour. We're going to be talking all about how to increase your finances, how to manage your time, and how to build a community of moms that support you. It's going to be myself and Nikisha Wynn, who is a single mom of four. She left her job in corporate America and hasn't looked back, y'all. So I'm going to be traveling there with her and we're going to be sharing everything that we have learned um, on our journeys thus far. So if you have not purchased your ticket, definitely go ahead and get yours today. Pause this and go to singlemomsuccesstour.eventbrite.com. Again, that's singlemomsuccesstour.eventbrite.com. I'm sure you will not be disappointed. I'll also put the link in the show notes. That way, if you also have some questions, you can read up on the event there, and then um, it'll take you right there versus you having to type it in, okay? Without further ado, let's get into this episode. Hi, Kay Wanda. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you on today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Can you take a moment to just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes, yes, yes. Well, hey, everybody. I'm so excited. I'm Kay Wanda Lamb, aka the winning single mom. And I've been doing this thing for 19 years. I have two boys. They're 19 and 17. I've written two books. For single mothers. I'm an author, a speaker, and a business coach. And I also host some events called Brunch and Love. And I do some vision board parties. And I just uh, am out here trying to make sure we can get our lives together, earn more money, manage motherhood, and overall win at life. So thanks for having me. Awesome. Thanks again for being here. I really appreciate it. And so you said you, you go by the winning single mom. What does that actually mean to you? Honey, nobody wants to lose. Everybody wants to win, right? And so there was a time in life when I I knew I was losing. I wasn't living up to my full potential. And I talk about healing from the hurt a lot. It's the first chapter in my first book because I found that so many women were walking around holding on to old pain 
anger and bitter and just not living their best lives. And so after my three-year stint of being miserable, um, early on when my boys were little, I was just like, I am never going to be that woman again. And so I went on this journey to figure out how could I chase my dream still and be an amazing mom. And so I am proof that it can be done. I've been to college five times, got multiple degrees and uh, kept leveling up in my career and have built some side hustles into businesses. And uh, I just love to give back and speak and ignite and empower. So winning to me is going to be relative, right? But I think that when we are happy with ourselves and where we are in life, that makes us winning. If we're putting our kids where they need to be, and we're also figuring out how to take care of ourselves and we're not eating until they're 18, that's winning. So the winning single mom came about when I was trying to figure out, you know, how to, how to convey to women who need my services and products, you know, that I'm the answer. And so one of my our really good friends who's an internet marketer, we were up to like two o'clock in the morning and he was just like the winning single mom. And I was like, oh my God, I love that. So I always yeah, tell him that. I love it. It's like this, he's this big time entrepreneur. I'm going to have him on my podcast at some point. But, uh, you know, I always tell him, I joke with him. I said, hey, because of you naming, giving, coming up with who I am, <laughs> a word that encompasses what it is that I really feel like I do. I, in the earth, I said, I'm going to buy one of the wheels on your private plane. And so we just crack up all the time. Like he's at a point now where he can just buy his own private plane and he does not need me to buy the wheel. But um, <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just so good to have people that support you. And so yeah, um, I, just, I just think that you can look at life and say, I'm happy. You know, that's winning. Yes. Yes, of course. So today I want to talk about investing in yourself and like why that is important I think a lot of single moms they don't really understand the concept and so I figured you would be the best person to sort of break this thing down for us and my first question is what do you believe Kay Wanda that investing in yourself means like what does that look like to you Girl, you came to the right place. So investing <laughs> in yourself. <laughs> I know all about that. It's when you say to yourself, I'm going to stop saying I can never do this because of the kids. I'm going to stop saying I can never do this because what if something happens? You know, we have to stop repeating that we're struggling or we're broke or we're whatever, wherever we are, because there are plenty of women who make great money. They're just not putting it in the right places. And so part of the work that I do is teach us how to come back and have a look at the total picture. Um, I put a post out one day about helping women. Um, if you don't know what to do with your income tax, honey, you need to get into a consult with me. And one of the moms um, took me up on it and she was just like, oh my God, like I never thought about taking some of this money and putting it up for future conferences, putting it up for my self-care, not just trying to pay off bills and be back in the, in the same spot. And so investing in yourself is saying, I also deserve to have what it is I've been dreaming about. Um, we honestly, especially as African-American women, we have to learn how to level up so that we can level the playing field. I mean, how, how many studies do we have to see and hear where we are the most underpaid group, period, point blank, across the board? Come on and now. So leveling up, to me, is investing in yourself. And, and it's so important because I don't want to look back and say, man, if I had just taken that class, if I had just gone to this event, if I had just listened to that particular coach or, you know, 
we have to do it if we really are interested in changing our lives and the future of our children. That's why we have to invest in ourselves. And investing in ourselves could be a $25 class, could be a $50 class, could be a $9,000 investment. I've certainly done that. And it took me leveling up in my career, figuring out how to get my businesses to work to be able to say, okay, this is where I'll make that kind of investment. Don't go doing anything crazy. Pace yourself. But when things are right, right? And um, sometimes I see, I see women and they'll say, oh, I really need your book, Wanda, but I'm not right now. And I'm saying to myself, if $20 is going to break you, when, when this, what I put in this book is, is going to save you $2,000 in therapy, okay, okay. You know, and so um, I want us to stop saying next time. I want us to stop saying later. And I want us to start investing in ourselves because this, truth be told, we're spending it at happy hour. We're spending, we're spending our money at Starbucks. We're spending it trying to look cute to impress other people who don't give a doggone about us. Mm-hmm. And we need to step back and look and see where we're spending our money. And if we are really doing what we say we claim we're doing, because honestly, we should be investing. It's so easy now to invest. You can invest $5, $10, $15. I use Acorns and I use um, this other app called Stash. And I have a 403B, okay? And so what I'm saying is we have to put our money where our mouth is. Okay, so I'm passionate about that thing, right? Because yeah. I, I was that mom who was like, oh, I'm going to marry this guy. I got pregnant before we got married. I, got, I didn't get married, you know, but I'm, I'm not even planning to lose my virginity, let alone have children. And so I'm like, okay, but this is still going to work out. This is still going to work out. I'm still it. And it didn't work out. And I didn't get the help I was supposed to get. And that person wasn't supportive. That person didn't have my back. And that person wasn't there for his children. And so I had to figure out how do I still make it all work? And early on, my first job, my first serious job out of college, I worked for a mortgage company, Chase on Finance, shout out. They had um, 401k, they had a retirement account that they put aside for us that we were vested in. We got stock with them. And I would see people say, oh, I can't get in the 401k. And I was like, listen, if I can't afford to take $100 pre-tax and figure out how to live off the rest, then something's wrong with me. And so I challenge every last one of your listeners out there right now, if you are not in a 401k and your company offers it and they provide a match, I challenge you to go into your benefits office tomorrow after listening to this, whenever the first business day is, and you have to start saying, I can take this $100 from happy hour, from shoe shopping, from um, I can take my lunch instead of going to buy lunch every day. And I'm going to make sure that I start building some kind of fund that is going to help me. It helps me with my taxes. It helps me to have money for a future home down payment. It helps me to have money for tuition. I mean, we have got to start doing things that work and we've got to stop saying one day win. And we've just got to start little by little, you know, helping ourselves. And that, that really paying attention and watching what other people were doing, um, listening, um, when I was young in my career and taking some chances um, is, is, is how we get to where we stop the struggle. You know what I mean? And, and let me just tell you, uh, I paid off 10 credit cards and um, making less money than I make now and made it through. And it was some tough seasons. You know, the credit took a hit, got straight, had multiple savings accounts, all kind of stuff going on. I wanted to buy an investment property. Then one kid broke his elbow and a few years later, another one broke his ankle. 
So I know what it's like to lose. I know what it's like to just have bill after bill. I know what it's like for the bottom to fall out. And I'm here telling you, sis, to push through. Push through. Invest in yourself. Stop saying when. And last thing I'll say, and I'll let you talk because I know I'm running right now. But <laughs> of the seasons of my life when crap was happening, I remember I was graduating from getting ready to graduate with my Spanish degree. It's my second degree. I had gone back um, and everybody was saying, why do you need Spanish? You have a business degree. Why don't you just use that? You know, and now today, a person who has their own company and uh, teaches entrepreneurs and business owners the Spanish language while I still have a full-time job, right? Um, because I think sometimes we think we should, oh, I'll start a company. I should just quit my job. No, baby. You need to make sure everything is everything, okay? And so I remember all those years ago when they were like, why would you do that? You know, nobody understood it. But I, deep down inside, I knew. So sometimes we know what we need to do. We know we need to invest in ourselves. We know we need to push harder. And we're waiting on somebody to give us permission. And we need to not do that. So I, t I shared that story way back then because... I was doing something that I couldn't see the whole picture, but I knew it was going to be important. And so I invested my time, I invested my talent, I invested my energy, I invested my hours. I was exhausted, but I made it through. And about the time I was getting ready to graduate, I got into three car accidents, three oh separate occasions, all happened in two weeks. Now, if that's not destiny, I don't know what to tell you. And so there was my moment to quit because I was banged up pretty bad. I had to go through nine months of therapy. You know, I graduated on time and people were like, you're crazy. And I was like, I am going to push through this. I'm going to make it. So I would, you know, creep to school. I'd go up all those stairs hurting and I'd creep back home. And, you know, I took my kids to school. I would get friends to help me, family, and, you know, come back home and do what I had to do. And at that time, I don't know if my kid's dad knew I had had all those accidents or if he cared or whatever, but I was still showing up and doing what I had to do. I think my boys were five and three at the time. And, um, and I say this because we got people who are going through more than that. We got people who are going through less than that. And the thing that will in the end prove, you know, who we are and, and change our lives is if we're willing to push through those hardships. And so when I was going through that, I didn't stop donating even though I didn't have a paycheck coming in, they, they cut my paycheck in half. So I was getting like short-term disability. Um, and I, I remember tithing. I remember saying, you know, cause of course those insurance settlements take forever. And I remember telling God, you know what? I have food to eat. I have gas in my car. And I was at church one Sunday and I said, I'm going to give this, this is my last $60 and I'm going to invest it in your kingdom. And I was okay with it. And I bring that point up to say, that we have to be at places in our lives where we're willing to plant seeds, where we're willing to invest in ourselves. And those seeds come up later. And I know it wasn't a week later, I got a check in the mail from one of those accidents. It was a minor one. It was for like $600. So God, like 10 times what it was I put in. Now don't go to church this Sunday talking about, I'm gonna put this in, Lord, and I'm expecting you to make it 10 times like you did K1. Because <laughs> it's, it's about faith. It's about the, the, the point in time that we're in. But if we never take those chances, if we never get to a place where we say, I'm worthy enough to invest in myself, then we're not going to get the return. And so I share that because I've been through hell and I'm still standing, right? I had some moments where I should have invested and I didn't. Um, you know, like with the, uh, what was this that they had this craze with the, the cryptocurrency? 
about three years ago, one of my friends was like, oh, you need to get into this, you know, buy this. I was like, oh, why would I want to have cryptocurrency? What, what am I going to do with that? And then here it is that um, Bitcoin, you know, when it came out, people were getting rich and then they were getting out of it, you know, heard and cashing out. And my son was like, you could be a millionaire by now. And I was like, I'm not worried about no Bitcoin. <laughs> but those are examples of when we should take chances, right? And yeah. so I'm hoping that what I'm putting down out there, take a chance sometimes, pause, think it through, but take a chance sometimes. Yes, yes. So you said um, quite a few things, but uh, one of the things that um, I want to touch back on um, just to make sure that they actually got this was um, the, the thing about the 401k or the 403b. We've talked about this before. I know we talked about it in single mom chat. And then when someone else has mentioned it on the podcast, but um, like Kay Wanda said, if you can go to your your HR department, office, whatever you want to call it tomorrow and make that happen. And I think even now, a lot of things are electronic. So you may not have to even go. I know um, at my job, you can just log on and you can opt in. Now, sometimes they want you to um, wait until open enrollment. So you have to figure out um, what is actually acceptable for your job or what they will allow. But that is one thing that you should definitely take advantage of. And then the other thing um, you mentioned about like investing your money and your time. And so I just wanted to let the listeners know that you are the most important thing that you can place your time and money on. Like it is literally, and I don't know um, how you think of it, Kaywana, but I think it's a form of self-love. Like you're choosing you and like you said, you're taking a chance. You stop drifting through life, waiting for things to happen, and you're actually taking action. And so what I wanted to talk about now is like the different areas of investing in yourself. So when we talk about investing in, in, in yourself, uh, we talk about spiritually, emotionally, physically, and financially. And so, Kaywanda, I just wonder if you can share some of the ways that you have invested in yourself. Absolutely. So let's take the spiritually first. So there was, you know, I've always grown up in the church and I know there's some people who are more spiritual than religious and all that. Um, you can call it whatever you want to call it, but you know, <laughs> I, I worship Jesus. I'm Baptist. I go to non-nominational Kojic, any of my worship, honey, I worship right with you. But uh, I believe that the Bible is a, is a living word of God, infallible in all its ways. And so I will tell you that it was that faith that took me through some of the hardest years of my life. You know, I really thought when um, my kid's dad and I broke up that I was, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I, was, I remember vividly standing there cooking and with a two-month-old in my arms and a two-year-old holding onto my legs and I'm crying in the kitchen. And I'm like, I just do not know. But it was him who kept me. It was him who transformed my mind. And the way that that happened was I began to get hungrier to read. I began to, you know, um, encompass myself with the word. I would, I would tell God, this is your promise. This is what you said to me. You know, I would read his word back to him. I would listen to music. I, I, and even to this day, like, I don't read a lot of gossip. I don't, um, watch a lot of, um, you know, some people, they like the stuff that's fine. You, you get your entertainment in where you want, but there's just some things I don't put into my spirit, into my system. Mm-hmm. I, a lot of times I end up not even knowing a lot of what's going on. That's because me. I don't <laughs> like, yeah, I'm so focused on business, my family, what I'm doing, like what's good. 
And um, so a lot of stuff I won't know about. And people be like, you didn't know. I'm like, I wouldn't say that. Like, you don't yeah. watch that? I, like, I barely cut the TV on for McKinley, you know? Like, yeah. I don't. Absolutely. There were years when I didn't pay for cable. And, it, and one, it was like, if I'm serious about this, you know, paying down debt situation, then do I really need this? And I love I loved TV. I love film. I love, you know, foreign films, all kinds of stuff. Um, but it has its place. It's not something that I'm sitting up doing all day. Uh, same thing with social media. I'm on social media. We're all on social media for business and for connecting with family and, and sharing our messages and putting goodness into the world. But, you know, I'm not sitting up doing this all day. And I see a lot of people are distracted, whereas they, they you know, a lot of the answers that they want in their lives, they don't have because they don't know how to get quiet. So in the, those dark seasons, God uses all those dark seasons for me. And out of that was built my tenacity, my strength this woman that you see today, because I used to be quite shy, quite the introvert. And, um, you know, I would, I'm still very non-confrontational, but if you fool around <laughs> and wake up the giant, you'll see another K1. And so, um, but, you know, I will tell you that that spiritual peace was built by me getting on my knees. And, and like I said, it came out of some of the toughest times. Like if you don't do it, God, then nobody else can. And we're not going to make it if it's not you. And so he would just give me insight and and a lot of the things that I've been able to do, you know, those are downloads from heaven that I just acted on. And so even the thing with Spanish, there was a download from heaven that just popped in my spirit. Go back and get your Spanish degree. You'll make more money here at the company. I had no idea that I was going to fall in love with it and go and tell Chase, hey, thank you for paying for my education. Thank you for being so awesome. I'm going to leave you now and go become an educator. And so um, I just want to encourage all the listeners out there to get yourself a devotional. You know, I've written one for a single yes, mom. Yes, I have oh, yours, and it's yes, so good. You it's so that's right, that's right, that's yeah. right. And, I will and, um, put the link in the show notes. That way everybody can um, go get it. Well, thank you. And, and the reason for that is because of the hardship. You know, I think sometimes we... We try to do it on our own. So much as single moms, we're so independent and fierce that we have to remember that we have a lover of our souls. And so I wrote that because I wanted women to have the same kind of experience. And I chose some of my favorite um, scriptures. And also I use a lot of those. I wrote it kind of in a different format than most devotionals you'll see, not where they're just breaking down the topic. I put, these are actual situations that you go through, you know, um, that I've gone through that I've seen other people go through. Um, and so I'll keep, I'll keep going. Let's do now. We talked about spiritual. So just get you some Jesus, get you some faith, get you something, get you your higher power, your creator, whatever you like to call it. Um, but, but sometimes we got to pause and understand that we can't solve everything. And if we just get still just long enough, he'll give us the answer. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I said that to be kind, I don't know if everybody's a Christian, um, but but we already know where my faith lies. So right, um, and I already financially, <laughs> yeah. financially, financially, because I always you know we have to learn how to be good to all people and and respect all people. So that's something I always try to do. Um, so uh, financially, I think that like you said, investing in yourself financially, what that looks like is, and I've had to learn this lesson over and over. I've done it. That's why I can tell other women, stop going and spending all your money trying to look good to impress this guy or hang out here and hang out there. Learn how to tell your friends, no, learn how to say, girl, you know, I'm on a budget, mm -mm, you know, I'm saving for my house. So no, I can't go today. And that takes planning and that takes prep and that takes, um, 
you know, you knowing that you're going out and working. These are your good years. You're going out and earning what you had to do to come up with those coins, right? And you got to go do more of it the next couple of days. So where is the, the best, as Oprah says, she says, what's the highest and best use of your time? So I'd like to ask you, what's the highest and best use of your money? And so um, years ago, when I was at the mortgage company, like super shout out to Chase, man, because like working there taught me a lot. And so um, they also had this, this program where you could just give free resources like to their employees. And um, so I ordered this book called The Automatic Millionaire. And it was by, I think his name is David Bach. And I said, okay, well, when do I need to send it back? And, or how much do I owe for it? And they were like, uh, it's free. You don't need to do anything. It's free. You need to use it and implement it. And so, you know, when companies offer those kinds of things, like right now, many of you who are listening, your companies offer things that you're not taking advantage of. Take advantage of it, right? And so that also is a part of your financial wealth and financial well-being. So you know, I read this book and I was like, wait a minute, this lady was a hairdresser and her husband was a factory worker and they were retiring in their fifties or before, can't remember their age, this was like 19 years ago, literally 18, 17 years ago. And the, they went to a financial planner and the guy who wrote the book, he was like, I'm the guy in the story and I wasn't debt free. And here this family is that didn't have big six figure jobs. And they're talking about, can we retire? And on paper, and in reality, these people were millionaires because they lived by the 80-10-10 principle. So he actually learned a lot from his customers and he put stories in that book. And then he began to use those principles along with everything else that he was helping them with. And he wrote this book and he's been changing lives. And, you know, I looked him up a couple of years ago to make sure that uh, he was still out there. And man, I'm telling you, that book just blessed me because I said, okay, I'm going to live by the 80-10-10 rule. And so that is you save 10%, you tie 10%, and you live up 80% of the rest. And I'm a big follower of Dave Ramsey as well. So financially, um, I think that we need to push back and we need to see our finances. We need to think, okay, how many more good years of work do I have? And, you know, people downsize, companies lay off, all kind of stuff happens. So we need to prepare ourselves for that. So financially, um, one of the things that I started doing before I left Louisiana, I live in Texas now, um, with one of my cousins, we were following the Dave Ramsey method, doing the debt snowball. And again, I was making, I was making like $26,000 at the mortgage company. I'm sorry, Chase, to tell people that that's what I was making in Monroe, Louisiana. That's what I was making. And then I, I, I left to become a teacher and I was making 32000 So, you know, I thought I was doing it. But remember, I was living, my apartment rent was like $200. I had two young children. I wasn't making a lot of money. And so I got income tax back. And another thing that I did with my income tax is I would pay my rent up. I moved from the, that apartment that was one bedroom to one that was 500 a month. And I still was, you know, bring home the money in the income tax. So I would pay my rent up three months. And then those other three months where I would normally pay that $500 towards uh, rent, I would put it on a bill and pay it down. Not go splurge, not go get rims. Not, you know, those are the things that we've got to be able to see. Like when people talk about getting out of the hood, getting out of the situations they're in, a lot of times we have what we need in our hand and we're not using it. And so just being strategic with what it is that you have. I'm an educator. I hate, um, I don't hate, I will eat some fast food, but I cannot stand and have fast food every day. 
and we don't have like a long lunch break. So I take my, I take my food. I cook the night before most nights I cook. I'm a great cook. I like homemade food. I like healthy things. Um, and so I always make enough to where I'm taking my lunch the next day. You know what I'm saving and not having to go out and spend $5, $6, $10, $15, whatever, you know? So then you start saying, okay, so since I'm taking my lunch, I'm saving here. Let me start putting this money over $15 a week in my savings account. Let me start, you know, those are, those are some of the kinds of ways that we can help ourselves financially. And then again, getting to the root of why we are spending, um, you know, I hate to say it, but I should be so much richer than I am. There was this guy that I really loved. And I, I really just only wanted to date him. But, you know, we were always hanging out. He'd always have friends. And, you know, I was going here and I was going there. And I'm just like, I really don't want to go. I really just, you know. And here I am spending money with people that I only want to be around. And I did that. I'm not even lie. I did that for some years. And I'm like, why did I do that? And it wasn't every weekend. But I'm just like, if I would have just taken those coins, put them here, invested them, you know, look at where we'd be today. So ladies, I hope that what I'm saying to you really is causing you to step back and say, let me get my spiritual house in order. Let me get my financial house in order. Let me talk to somebody if I don't know how to do this. Let me go get a financial advisor. Like you mentioned earlier, there's lots of free resources online. A lot of this stuff can be done um, at the computer. I mean, let's just, you know, let's be honest with ourselves. And let's start doing what works for us and our family. Um, and then the other thing you mentioned was like, you said spiritually, financially, um, maybe relationally, I think was one. Emotionally and, and physically. Emotionally, yeah, emotionally and physically. So physically, um, I've started putting more exercise back into my regimen. For about two years, I was a part of this exercise group. I was in the best shape I was ever in in my life. But I started doing more work across these brands of mine. And I needed to push back because they were like insane. <laughs> they were insane. Like five days a week, we were working out in the morning before work and in the evenings. And we would always have to take like screenshots and post them and, you know, all of that. And we would have like meetings Mondays, fruit Fridays, and, you know, you eat healthy in between. You could cheat on Saturday. Then it's back, you know, right on Sunday all the way through. And it was amazing for my body. Um, and so since I pushed back, um, I'm starting to see a little stuff I don't want to see, Kim. I'm like, no, ma'am, I can't know. And so I've, <laughs> I've started back doing my exercise three times a week and, you know, hitting the gym. And, you know, even if I'm around my house, I have dumbbells. I have little five-pound dumbbells. I have my little yoga mat, all that. And, you know, just taking some time in the morning before work, um, even at night, just to, you know, come back to center and to stretch and, you know, I love doing jumping jacks and, you know, that's my thing and uh, lunges and because I like to keep, you know, the hind parts tight and right, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, and then I'll go to the gym and I'll do like an hour. I'll do something, some, you know, I'll do various things and stuff on a treadmill. I'll take my music and this, it just makes you feel so good to sweat and to move. And I was reading, um, you know, my mom recently went through uh, breast cancer and she had to have a mastectomy. And I don't think she'll mind me saying that now um, because she's, you know, doing great and God's just been uh, a blessing. But I was looking at, you know, of course, with this, with this happening to her, you start thinking, oh, Lord, you know, what's going on? Is this hereditary? We've seen it a lot in our family. What can we do? And um, they have you do these exercises with your arms and working around your lymph nodes and stuff. 
And that's because, you know, our lymph um, system carries all the stuff out that shouldn't be in our bodies. And it's proven that people who exercise were proven. Okay, this was one article I read. It said that, you know, exercising is going to help you not to have deposits settle up in your breast area. Okay, that keeps the stuff working. It helps the you know, helps your, your body release toxins and all that stuff that's in us. I'm not going to say that people who have breast cancer don't exercise because we know there are plenty of cases where stuff happens and, you know, we get these things. But it increases, you know, our probability of not having to go through some of the things if we are taking care of ourselves. God knows it sure helps us mentally, okay? You're able to blow off steam. You're able to um, refresh. Like I said, it just makes you feel so much better. And so I was getting up at five o'clock in the morning, um, meeting one of my girlfriends and we would work out from 5.30 to 6.30, go back home, shower and go to work. And I'm telling you, you have energy, you feel so good and it's so good to have like an accountability partner. But listen, if you don't have anybody who wants to go with you, you do it yourself because it's all about you and your longevity. And then the last thing I'll say is self-care, right? Whatever your self-care is for you. Our self-care can't be eating ice cream and gelato and going out to get cupcakes all the time. It needs to be something that really helps us get into a better mental state, whether it's finally finding peace and quiet to read a book, whether it's getting a massage, going to the spa, um, whether it's, you know, being able to have, like I said, peace and quiet, time to yourself, um, hanging out with, with your friends, having adult time, because sometimes when you're a single mom and your kids are little, um, your self-care that you absolutely have to have is being able to talk to people who can formulate a sentence that doesn't start with mama. <laughs> and so, I mean, those are just some of the ways that I stay sane. I'm an avid reader. I'm always reading. I'm always purchasing books. And so those are things that help me level up um, in many areas of my life. They're also reading, um, you know, things that actually build you up, uplift you, teach you strategy. Like I'm always reading business books or I'm getting, like I ordered two of uh, Dr. Cindy Tran's books. She's an amazing uh, preacher. And, um, you know, I just ordered recently two of her books and I ordered a book um, from one of the ladies who runs Inc. Um, and, and, you know, just constantly building our brain in, in ways that makes us stronger. I was also reading some research that says, you know, since I'm bilingual, it says that people who are bilingual, who are learning another language, um, actually, they're seeing in research that if the onset of Alzheimer's comes this much later, or they're seeing that it doesn't happen. And I'm not saying that there are people out there who, you know, have Alzheimer's who aren't bilingual, because obviously we know that that happens to, to many people. But there's something about uh, training our brain and up-leveling our uh, cognitive ability. And so I just want to encourage you, you ladies who are listening, who say, I have no time, Kaywanda. How do you get all this in? I, was, I didn't just wait until my boys became 17 and 19. I've been doing this their whole lives. And so we've got to learn how to stop loving sleep. And we've got to learn how to say no more. And that's the biggest investment that you can make in yourself, being able to look and see where you, you are expending your time, who you're giving it to. Um, and when you can step back and say, okay, I'm watching 15 hours of TV a week. Let me cut that down to five. Let me DVR and let me really say, do I really need to watch another rerun of, you know, this or whatever it is when I could be doing something that improves me, helps me gather a skill that helps me make more money. Okay. I can be, I can take that hour away and be spending more time with my child. I can take that hour away and get more sleep. 
you know, we just have to start looking at our lives. I'm not saying don't have fun. I'm not saying don't live. I'm not saying don't veg out sometimes because we all need to do it. But we also have to start saying, where can I take some of my time back so that I can really live my best life? Yes. And I just want to reiterate too on what you said about each of these areas of investing in yourself and then what I do as well. So I'm going to go back through them really quickly. So spiritually, you talked about having a higher power than yourself. I actually talked about this today um, as one of the tools that, that all single moms need. And I too believe in God. And so I don't know, like Clay Wanda said, if you guys believe but you should definitely um, have some sort of foundation and have a power that's higher than yourself. And then emotionally, um, I think just to add on to what you said, Kay Wanda, um, journaling helps. So if you can get in touch with your emotions by writing your thoughts down on paper, I think that helps me. Um, and then also therapy, like if you can afford it. Um, I know I recently started therapy in January and it has been the best thing ever, especially if you don't have like a huge support system um, and you feel like you really don't have a lot of people to go to. Um, I think that is good for that. Um, I only pay $20 per session with my insurance through my job, um, but some have like sliding scales that you can um actually look into and then I think there may be even some free therapists out there I don't know the ones that actually just do the work like that so check into it you know figure out what works for you and how you can check in with yourself emotionally um physically I'm with you Wanda, on that I have been trying to keep up with my exercise and I really um like getting up in the morning and getting 30 minutes in um, on the last podcast episode that I did, I talked to um, Kelma and she she told us how she was actually able to lose, I forgot how many pounds, but it was a significant amount um, by only exercising 30 minutes a day, um, four days a week. And that is amazing. Like you feel great. Like you say, you're energized. And so um, you're, you're actually fueling your body. And so we want to stay in the best shape that we can, because if we get down, like who's going to take care of the kids, you know? Um, and if we're, we're not pouring into ourselves in all of these areas, like nobody else is going to do it for us. And so we want to make sure that our cups are full and that, like I said, we're able to pour back into our kids, into our jobs, into like our friends and other relationships. And then financially, um, just making sure, like you said, Kay Wanda, that you're taking advantage of all the resources that you have, um, checking out what you're actually spending your money on, making better decisions, um, developing a budget. I don't know if we talked about that, but I think that definitely helps. I'm looking into people like Dave Ram- Ramsey, like you mentioned. I think he has a total uh, money makeover and then he has like this app where you can use it to budget if you're not into Mm -hmm. like pen and paper you can do that so those are just some of the ways that you can invest in yourself even like uh can you say you're an avid reader i love reading too i'm always buying books um but you can read books you know there's ebooks out here now a lot of free resources that you you can access and then even blog posts like I've been able to do a lot of things simply by reading somebody's blog post that I found on Pinterest. So um, that is something that you can look into attending seminars and workshops. I think you mentioned like saving money to um, attend a workshop or invest in a class, buy a course or, 
you know, uh, get a coach. And that, that's another thing that I wanted to talk about too, Kaywana, because you are a coach. And I think that even though we're in this era of, you know, coaches and um, online webinars and things like that, a lot of single moms still don't actually get why it's important. They still don't see the value of investing in a coach or investing in a course or something like that. And so um, can you like just, I guess for a moment, just um, sort of walk them through that process and like why it is important if they are not getting the results that they actually want to see, um, whether it's in, you know, they're trying to build a business or whether they are trying to, um, you know, be in a different place, like personally, you know, like personal development, I think is important. Absolutely. I love it. And thank you for doing that amazing recap and for having me and let me <laughs> go on and on and on. You can tell I get so passionate about this. You know, I yeah. really had to do all, all of this. Um, when I started blogging in 2013, I really just wanted to share my story because people kept asking me, how have you gone to school this many times? How do you work full time and go to grad school? And your boys are so well behaved. How are you smiling? How do you... And, and I decided to sit down and put it in a book. And when I wrote the book, I was like, this is going to solve all your problems. So get this book. And then people, you know, they wanted to know more after that. Right. And so that's when I started coaching. And I will tell you that coaching is where we come in and we help you actually do the work. Like we give you the tips, the strategy. I help you break it down um, because you, you can know that you need to clean your house and take your kids to school on time but there's something there that's blocking you from getting it done. You, you could know that you need to stop, um, you know, because you got this soul tie with Ricky, but there's something there where you need somebody else help to help you break it down so that you can, you know, move on from it. And that's why, you know, I do the courses and the master classes and all that good stuff. But, um, you know, God has given every last one of us a unique uh, ability and talent and it just so happens that mine is education, right? So it's a skill set that I learned, but beyond the education, I've learned how to implement every single job, every single task, all the things I've done, every book, every whatever, into being able to craft a program that helps a person go from point A to point B. And so in, in my work, in my field, we call it backwards design. So if you wanna be the happy, healthy, whole and healed woman that I know you wanna be, and you're currently not that, let's have a look at your life and see what needs to be adjusted, what needs to be fixed, and then let's get you some accountability. Um, and that's what a coach will do for you. And so, um, you know, just in a nutshell, I think we have been trained so much in the African-American community to take care of everybody else. It's so hard for a woman to say, let me invest in me and actually pay a coach to help me do this. She'll say, I'll rather just struggle and take my time, even if it takes me two, three, four, five years to get it done. I can do it on my own or I can do it myself. When the truth is we've got to learn how to start investing in somebody that's going to help us get to where we want to go. So we're not combing the internet. We're not racking our brain. We're not stressing ourselves out. We're not wasting time and losing and missing out on life, trying to figure out how to do it ourselves. And point in case, um, even I invest in other coaches. I invest in other services to help me run my business um, because there got to be a point. I have three brands. I just can't do it all myself anymore. So I had to hire people. I had to get a VA. Um, and now I have like a project coordinator and so that I can show up and do the things that I do best so that I can show up and help our moms get the transformation that they need because that's, that's my strong suit. So although I can make graphics and I can do 
um, sales pages and stuff. That's not, I don't wake up happy to do that. <laughs> we, should, we should be walking in our gifts and serving in our purpose. And there's a time when we got to learn the ropes. I'm so glad I know every single job, and every single thing that needs to be done. I think there's value in that. But then we also need to know how to delegate. And so I say that um, to anybody out there who's, who's saying, you know what, Kaywanda, I want to date again, but I just don't know how. Well, that's what I do um, in dating confidence coaching. And then they say, you know what? These kids are driving me mad. I love them, but right now I'm just not happy to be their mama because they're cutting up, nothing's together. I'm about to lose my mind. I don't know what you, okay. Then we need to talk about purpose and parenting. You know, and so, and Kaywanda, I got all that together. I'm rocking and rolling. You know, I, I, I feel like I want to, I need to bring in more money. You know, I'm thinking about going back for this degree. I want to level up in my career. What are your suggestions? Oh, well, I think I want to start a side hustle or business. How do I do that? You know, so we have to, there are other people out here doing, doing what I do. We have to look and see if this person is right for me. So that's why we have these discovery calls and we have these conversations to see what do you have that's going to solve my problem, period. When I go in Walmart, I don't go in Walmart saying, hey, Walmart, um, I really would like to buy the steak over here and the salmon and the vegetables and this gelato over here. As you know, that's my little guilty pleasure every now and again. That, that salted caramel from, oh my God, from Talenti will change your life. Shout out to them. But, um, <laughs> but let me tell you, girl, oh my God. That's why I'm in the gym working out, you understand? <laughs> <laughs> Add too much of that salted caramel. And so I don't go in there and, and I say, well, I want this, but I can't afford it. I go in there and I say, let me get what I can afford and let me come in here and, and pay these people for their products. And so I think that if you see something that you want and you don't have it right now, I think you challenge yourself to level up and figure out how to get it. You know, and, and that's what I've had to do. That's what I've had to do. I don't ever go to anybody and say, hey, I really need your help, but can you give it to me for free? No, because I'm a business and they're a business and we have to learn how to respect each other. So I think um, I'm sharing that so that women out there will know that just like they want to get paid for their work their coaches, their consultants, um, people online, they want to get paid for the work that they do for you as well. And it's up to you to choose the right person that's going to help you get to the transformation and the results that you desire. So I put all that in there because there's also this thing of not only do we um, sit back and not oftentimes invest in ourselves, when it is time to invest, we start trying to, you know, walk back, right? And I just challenge everybody out there to, to, to level up in, in your mindset in a way that you say, I, the thing that I know that I need is on the other side of me saying yes. So what can I cut out so that I can bring in more income? What can I do so that I can bring in more income? How do I get to my next level? And once you challenge yourself to do that, execute, period. Because when you're working with the coach, there are going to be various, you know, price points, um, but it's going to be worth it if you have vetted that person and you know that they can give you the transformation that you seek. So that's a done deal. That's it. So just level up. Yes, and I too have invested. Well, I actually booked a strategy session because I was like, when I first started this platform, I literally, um, like you said, Kay Wanda, you just wanted to sort of like share your story 
Um, but then people have been asking, like, how did you do this and how to do that? And so I'm like, well, let me just start a podcast. This is, I feel like it's easier for me. Maybe it's my gift of talking. I don't know yet, but I'm just like, <laughs> Absolutely. you know, I just prefer to talk. So, like, I'm a talker. Um, I can write now, but I just prefer to talk if I can. It's easier for me. You know, it is so important, like you said, for us to um, invest in somebody that will help us get to the point. Um, to where we're trying to go versus like spending all the time uh, to like Google and research and do this and do that when, you know, like time is valuable. It's like the one thing that you can't get back. And so um, my last question, Kay Wanda, is, you know, what about those moms? Uh, and I know you mentioned this earlier about finances, but they still think even after hearing all of this and even after like reviewing their budget, they're like, you know, I just don't have the money to invest right now. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. That happens. It has, I have been there. I told y'all I started out, let me see, I started making 13000 I can't remember the exact, but it was less than $14,000 in my first job after college. Um, and then when I finally left that job, I was making $26,000. And I'm telling you, those were some good old days. And I know the cost of the cost of living has changed, but one of the things that we all do is we get complacent and we and we stop paying attention to the fact that, oh, we stopped by this fast food place today instead of cooking at home. And we we spent 20 something bucks here and 30 something this morning and this much over here. And we're going the, it's there. I'm not saying it's enough. I'm not saying that 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 life isn't hard. I know it is. But what I'm saying is. It's not your time to invest until you get on track, until you start seeing where your money is going and you start getting a handle on it. And so you need to start small. You need to start saying, okay, I'm going to save all my change because that's something that I do. I love it. I love, I have like this jar that I got from my aunt years ago because I noticed like she sent me one time with this big old Coke bottle thing. It's like, first of all, where'd you get this from? She must have wanted it worth it, some kind of something. And so she was like, well, what am I going to do with a giant Coke bottle, but put my spare change in? So she sends me to, you know, one of these grocery stores to where you can use this coin machine. You pour all the coins in there. It gives you a little ticket. You go cash it in. It was 300 bucks. I was like 300 bucks from saving your coins all year. Girl, I was a believer. So I've never had 300 bucks, but I've had like 60, 80, you know, close to hundred bucks. And so, um, I, I cashed in around Christmas time. I added to the money I'm going to give my boys for Christmas presents. And so what you do is you challenge yourself. I'm going to save a dollar a week. A dollar a week goes over here. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, there are two apps, Acorns and Stash, that I like. And you can set up $5, $1, whatever you want. And they'll invest it for you. And you get to pick. You need to read up on it, see if it's something you want. Um, they do roundups. You can you can turn on roundups, which is whatever you're spending from your debit card. Um, they'll like say you buy something that's a dollar seventy two. Well, they're gonna take the twenty eight cents and round it up, and they'll take that twenty eight cents and put it over in your investment portfolio. Folks are making it easy, and we are sitting back saying um, that we can't do it, and we've already missed the good savings and loan as African American people. There were plenty of folks that were made super wealthy when banks were giving five and 10% interest on stuff. And we were sitting back putting our money under mattresses. Stop it. Okay. So if she can't invest in a coach, she can't invest in, in the stock market and she can't invest anywhere else. First thing you got to do is get yourself an emergency fund established. You got to get your debt under control to doggone near as much as you can pay down and paid off. 
Um, I have some amazing blogs I've written on this actually out on my website about what I did. And all you got to do is go search for Finance Friday or search for finance. And um, again, I follow the Dave Ramsey method, the debt snowball. And um, I just, you, you got to get it under control so you can see. You've got to be able to um, sit down and, and see where all your money is going, how much is coming in, what days of the month do you get paid, when is rent due, you know, are you spending first before you've actually made a budget. A budget is not something that's supposed to keep you from having fun. A budget is supposed to keep you from crying, having a headache and show you what you do have. And so um, last thing I'll say is Erin Condren is this great planner maker and I love um, her planners. And um, she also has these little budget books that she does that she creates They're like $5. You know, you can buy them as staples. Walmart might also carry them, but I know you can get them as staples. It's this little bitty book that you put into, little bitty notebook that you put into your purse. And it helps you plot out what's coming in, what's going out, and it helps you do your budget. And then there's also, you mentioned Dave Ramsey, it's called the Every Dollar app, right? Because every dollar needs a home. That's a a thing that that he believes in every dollar needs a home and and I believe that too once I sat down and started listening to his principles all those years ago that's what helped me you know pay off that debt and I'm not saying I didn't go and get right back into more debt when life happened because I sure did but um, I'm trying to tell y'all that unless we take control we're gonna always be in the same vicious cycle and it is nobody's fault but ours you have the power to get out now and so I do a lot of talk about um, budgeting. I have a, a vision board um, virtual activity um, event that's going to come up. It's called a masterclass about setting your intentions. And that's coming up at the end of March. And I actually talk to women about family, career, and love. Like we have to plot our life. If we don't plot our life, if we don't plan our life, then we allow life to just happen to us. And I'm not saying random stuff doesn't happen and, you know, bad things aren't going to happen. But I mean, we have to start paying attention to what we're allowing to happen to us because sometimes we're just standing there letting it, you know what I mean? And then other times it's just coming at us and we have no, no choice but to go through it. And so when I look back at how I was standing there letting other people tell me what to do with my money by not saying no, it's my fault that I missed out on, I'm talking about thousands, right? Being invested and being in my savings account. So now I don't have time to waste with people like that who don't mean me any good, right? So people who care about you will respect your, your, your um, no and say, all right, girl, we'll catch you next time, you know? So we got to get more uh, bold about what's our dream, why are we doing what we do? Because, like, your kids are going to be grown and gone. And, you know, yes, we want our kids to come back and visit us, love us, see us. But we don't want to be a burden to our kids. I want to be the kind of mom that has something to give my kids, not like when I grew up and my people didn't have anything. And when I got a job, they were asking me for money. You see what I'm saying? We got to reverse all of that. That's not how life is supposed to work. Right. That is so true. Well, I'm just going to say this one last thing. I have um, an affirmation for the moms. And then, Kay Wanda, I'll let you close us out and let everybody know uh, where they can follow you and if you have any final words that you want to say, okay? Perfect. All right. So you can repeat this after me or you can write this down or whatever you want to do. But here we go. The value and potential that I possess is important enough to me that I'm going to give it the energy, space, and time to grow and create results. 
I think this is so good. I found this in the article and I was like, yo, let me say this on the podcast. Um, it's a really good affirmation. So um, Kay Wanda, take us on out. <laughs> Kim, thank you so much for having me tonight. Um, listen, it's like 1039 at night, so I'm super passionate. And I know she's but it's been my honor to be your guest and thank you for thinking of me. I pray that the listeners are like, she is bossy, but she said some good <laughs> stuff. Yeah, uh, at 42, I don't play no games. So um, it has been my honor to chat with you guys today. You can find me at kwandalambs.com. That's, that's my home on the web. Um, I also have a podcast coming out. It's called The Winning Single Mom. It should launch within the next two weeks. And yeah. my moms who want to, yay, start a side hustle or business. I'm interviewing some of um, today's top experts and also giving some wisdom and advice. And so this is going to be coming out two days a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I am also going to be releasing a whole bunch of other things this year. So you can find me on social. I'm on Instagram. I have an academy coming up this year. Um, I'm going to be publishing a few more books in ebook format. Just so much going on. Um, and I'll tell you last thing, my brands that I was mentioning is uh, The Winning Single Mom, right? KWandaLam.com. And that's where, you know, the books come out, the, the courses, the master classes, the events that I host. And then I also uh, started and founded a language education company called Spanish for Small Business. And you heard me mention that I'm bilingual. I've been in education 15 years and literally getting that degree that people were wondering why did I do it has changed my life. I get to help some of the most amazing people in the world learn Spanish quickly um, for their business. And if you're interested in that, you can find me there. And then the third thing is I started a nonprofit at the end of 2017 um, that is geared towards single moms, um, young teen single moms, and then also experienced single moms. And through that, it's called the Do It Anyway Foundation. Uh, Walmart was kind enough to bless us with a grant this year. And I'm so excited to be doing work locally in Texas to try to help ignite, equip, and inspire single moms here. So. Thank you oh for having me. That is so awesome. I'll have to um connect with you when I'm you're in Dallas, right? Because I'm in yes. Houston. Okay, so <laughs> I'll be in Dallas. I don't know if you're gonna be free at all, but I know I'll be there. Um the second weekend, I think it's the 13th. So we'll definitely have to connect. That's so awesome. Oh my gosh. Listen, I, I will be there for you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, thank you again, Kaywanda. I really appreciate it. Sorry we are um, up so late, but <laughs> no worries. Have a good night. All right, you too. Bye, y'all. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Kaywanda is amazing, and I love her spirit and attitude. She is all about winning. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and rate the podcast. Let me know how we are doing. If you're listening on SoundCloud, we want to hear from you. Drop a comment. Let us know what you thought. And as always, feel free to DM me over on Instagram and share your feedback. I enjoy talking with you guys in the DMs and getting your takes on each episode. I really appreciate that. If you are not following me on Instagram, search for Single Black Motherhood and you can find me there. You can like the page on Facebook. There's also a Facebook group where we chat. Um, you can post your questions over there and other moms always like to chime in. We are really growing our Facebook community, so I'm excited about that. 
You can also check out the website, singleblackmotherhood.com. I've been trying to share more tips over there. And I recently shared a post about some things that you should consider if you're looking for a new job. So I'd appreciate it if you guys would go on over there and check out that blog post and let me know what you think. Thank you all so much for listening. I really appreciate you taking out your precious time to allow us to be in your ears today. Until next week, talk to you guys later. Bye.